bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Michael Davis, and I'm glad that you have joined us. If you want to join the discussion today, feel free to email us at sjcommonsense at gmail.com. In today's episode, we're talking about the media and the death of justice. I really want us to begin questioning what we're putting into our minds. And not just what we're putting into our minds, but how we're being manipulated by the media and how the media is often contributing to to paralyzing us almost to not bring about justice in our world. Now, uh, one of the things I, I am hoping that you will do in this episode is not get educated to the point where you then blindly follow what I'm saying, but rather that you will begin to question the media, question what you're watching, question what you're listening to. In fact, I will even challenge you to question this podcast. Not that I want to discourage you from listening to it. I certainly want you to listen to it. I do put the time and energy into these episodes, but at the same time, I don't want you <clears throat> to stay in the habit of mindlessly watching and reading the news, but rather to begin questioning everything. And so what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to propose several questions for you to ask yourself before engaging with the media. Maybe that media is in the news, uh, on the television. Maybe it's the national news, the local news, the newspaper, the internet, all these internet news websites, or even this very podcast. So here we go. Several questions you need to ask yourself before turning on the TV, the radio, or the internet uh, concerning the media. First of all, the first question, what is the purpose of media? What is the purpose of media? I would say that in response to this question, that there's a concept of what the media should be and the reality of what it actually is. Let's look at the concept for a moment. What is the purpose of media? I would say that the purpose is to to, uh, delineate uh, information to the public to delineate or rather to, to give information to the public. And maybe that information is a current event or story or a disaster or something, but it's to, 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 uh, to give, to pass on information to the public. The reality, however, is that most media sources exist to make money and to exploit you for gain. And some of the names I would throw out would be Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, the local news channels, etc. They are, now I can't speak for all of them, but it's quite obvious to most people that they exploit you and exploit us for the purpose of becoming very wealthy. 
In the Bible, however, St. James was baffled at something. There was a problem in the early church where in their worship gatherings that uh, apparently when the rich came to the worship gathering, they were given seats and places of honor to sit in very comfortable seating and the poor were required to sit on the floor. And St. James was baffled. He said, how is it that you would treat the rich in such a manner when the rich are the ones who are exploiting you? And then you turn around and you bless the people who are exploiting you? It made no sense to St. James. It baffled him that they would do that. And yet we do the same thing by watching these news sources, your eyeballs count as money to them because the more people, the higher the ratings, the more people who are watching those news shows or that media source, the more people watching, the more money they generate from the commercials. For you see, those news sources do not care at all about you getting the news, what they care about is somehow attracting you to their source in order to make money from the commercials. So what they really want you watching is not the news, they want you watching the commercials. And then as you watch the commercials, they'll feed you some information, which we'll get to that later. But they are exploiting you for their purpose of becoming wealthy. So what is the purpose of media? So before you sit down and watch that show, read that paper, whatever, ask yourself, why does this thing exist? Is it existing to give me the information I need? Or is it exploiting me and just existing for the purpose of money? The second question you should ask yourself in, in relation to the media, and again, remembering that I'm proposing the media is the death of justice. One question you need to ask yourself is, is it necessary for me to know this? Now, with each question, we're building towards something when it comes to creating justice. But is this media source, is this news, is it necessary for me to know this information? So, for example, let's say there's a hurricane headed towards Florida. I live on the West Coast. I live 3,000 miles away from Florida. Is it necessary for me to know that a hurricane is approaching Florida? My answer to this is no. I do not need to know on the West Coast that a hurricane is approaching Florida. It's not going to affect the state I live in by any means. Now, some people say, but I have family and friends there. I need to know they're safe. Well, okay, fair enough, but do they not have a telephone? They can pick up a phone and tell you, hey, a hurricane's headed this way, pray for us, or something to that liking. And now some people will say, but we need to know this information so we can go help those devastated by the hurricane. Again, Fair enough, but we have organizations that exist for that purpose. And if you want to help people, then then get on the call list of one of those organizations. But again, 
is it really necessary for me to know things that has absolutely no bearing on the context that I live in? See, what we really need to know is what is going on with in my context of influence that I can affect change in. Now, if there's a hurricane headed to my city, then yes, I need to know that so that I can not only get my house and family prepared for safety, but also my neighbors. But what about 3,000 miles away? I can't do anything about it. And especially with a hurricane, you can't go stop the hurricane. You just got to let it happen. And then if there's disaster afterwards, again, cooperate with organizations that are experienced and equipped at that. Number three, will this media source and this information move me to action? Will this move me to action? I would say almost 100% of the time, no. It will not move you to action. Now, if it does move you to action, for example, the, our example of a hurricane in Florida, then you've got Mercy Corps, you've got Red Cross, you've got all these organizations that can move you to action. Just get on their call list, their email list, and they can maybe you go through their training. And then if they need you to help with a disaster, they just get in contact with you and say, hey, we had a disaster in Florida. Can you fly to Florida and help us? But on the propose, on the opposite here, Will this move me to action? Actually, on the opposite end of the spectrum, the media actually paralyzes you. The media paralyzes you. It's actually hypnotic. I was watching one of the major news networks uh, one time, one of the national 24-hour news networks, and it hit me. While I was watching that, I noticed a huge blue background in the back and I realized that big blue illuminated background was hypnotizing me and then they could subconsciously feed me the information that they wanted me to know. And then I realized as I look at the local news and there's a picture of downtown Portland and the mountains in the background of that news studio, there actually that picture exists to hypnotize you because then you get focused on that picture and then they can subconsciously feed you and manipulate you with their information without you even knowing it. So the news stations and the media actually often very much paralyze you rather than moving you in action. I mean, how many times have you gotten upset about a news story, but did nothing about it? Again, I would say probably a hundred percent of the time that you hear an upsetting story and do absolutely nothing about it. It's because the media paralyzes you so that you're upset, but, but not moved to action because the media thrives on you being upset, but not taking action. And I can talk about that more in the future, why that is. The fourth question we need to ask before turning on a media source is, is this media source telling me the truth? Don't just believe what they're telling you. Research it for yourself. Is this media source telling me the truth? And I'm just going to say it up front. Most are not. 
Most media sources are professional liars. They do not tell the truth. They tell slanted stories with an agenda. They See, what they do, they don't create an agenda from information. Rather, they start with an agenda, then craft the stories around that agenda. Have you ever wondered why the news stations tell you certain news items, but not other news items? I mean, think about it. In a day's time in the last 24 hours, a million news stories happened around the planet, right? I mean, every individual's life is a news story. I'm sure there's things that happened in my life today that could have created a news story. Now, with 7 billion people on the planet, I would say at least a million news stories happened today on the planet. Why did only a certain number or a certain... Uh, uh, certain stories make it to the news to the media is because they have an agenda to fulfill. And so they handpick certain stories to fulfill that agenda. And most of it is constantly negative news stories. Wouldn't it be great to have news stories on the, on television or in the paper that tells us beautiful, positive things that went on in the world today? (laughs) Can you, we might actually be in better moods if that is, but we are in consistently negative moods because these media sources are feeding us with negative information on a consistent basis. So we have to ask, is this media source telling me the truth? Am I getting also, by the way, the whole truth or just part of the truth? Because they can give you some of the truth. You know, maybe, for example, let me just give you an example from my own city, Portland, Oregon. It has been on the national news for over a year now of these devastating riots in the city of Portland. Well, I drive around the city of Portland every day and I don't see devastation anywhere. All these fires and burnings. In a city that is 23 miles, it's 23 miles across the city of Portland, and all this devastation has happened in a five-block area. Five blocks of a 23-mile city, that's where the devastation and riots have been happening on a consistent basis. Now, there's been a riot or two breakout somewhere else in the city, but again, it's just one block or one building. Again, the news has lied to you. Portland is not devastated by these rights. You can drive all over the city and see no trace that riots happened. Everything's still intact. And so the media has an agenda and they're going to feed you lies from that agenda. The fifth question you need to ask yourself with the media is, is and this is where the real justice part gets into all this, Is this media source creating separation? Is this media source creating separation? In the past episode, I shared how that we call uh, are called from God. Uh, It wasn't the past episode, but it was a few episodes ago. I shared how we uh, all came from God and are returning to God, and therefore we are one as humans. I believe it was in the episodes on Common Sense on Racism. But we all come from God and returning to God, as St. Thomas Aquinas says, and therefore 
we are all one. But what the media often causes us to see is that other people are other than me. But if that person you see living across the street from you came from God and you came from God, then that makes you one automatically. The fact is, no matter how good or bad other humans may be acting or you yourself acting, we are one. We all came from God. There, Even the worst dictators in history, they were created by God. And they came from God. Now, they made really bad decisions with their lives and they chose to do evil with their lives. But at the same time, we're not separated from them because we came from the same source. Maybe we didn't come to the same end as we'd hoped, but we came from the same source. But what the media does is it causes us to, to, to believe that there is separation maybe between black and white people or gay and uh, heterosexual individuals, or that there's separation between Americans and Palestinians, or Americans and Jews, or Americans and Africans, or whatever, that there's separation, but there's not. And the way that these media sources create separation is that they, they try to get you to see that that person in that remote place that you will never be visit in your life has done this thing that's created devastation. Therefore you should be angry and hate them. That's how they craft the stories. In other words, they get you to think that that person's separate. And it's always interesting me that there's never any news stories on my next door neighbor. (laughs) There's always news stories on somebody that lives on the other side of the planet. Those bad dictators in Iran, look at how bad they are. Well, I have no context because I've never been to Iran, so I don't know how they think or believe in Iran. And therefore, how can I even judge this news story? But what the way they craft it is to get me to hate the Iranians or to hate that dictator when I don't even know what's happened in that dictator's life. You know, so we've got to be very careful knowing that and asking ourselves, is this media source I'm about to engage with? Do Are they in the habit of creating stories that promote separation between humans? Number six, the next question we need to ask before engaging with a media source is, is does this media source create fear? Does it create fear? God does not wish for us to live in fear. St. Paul says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. St. Paul said that to Timothy. I believe it was in 2 Timothy. Uh, But he said that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. So God does not wish for us to live in fear. So if the media source you've been in the habit of watching or reading is promoting fear within you, then turn it off. You see, this whole COVID ordeal should never have had the fearful hype it received. And I mean, I got to tell you, I've seen people in absolute petrified, frozen fear around COVID. You know, and people, we should not 
We can relax. You say, well, what if I get COVID and die? Well, you know, what if you get the flu and die? You're just not going to live your life anymore because you could get the flu and die? Or what if you get in a car accident and die? You're just not ever going to drive again? You see, we can't stop living our lives because the fact is we're all going to die someday of something anyways. So we got to just deal with that fact. We should never have anything, even COVID, uh, create fear in us. And But yet what the fee- media has done, again, remember, most media sources exist to exploit you and get money out of you, and they got to keep you watching. They do it by driving fear. And if you have fear in you, you're going to keep going back to that media source over and over again, hoping they can give you the solution. But they feed on your fear. And the only way you can put an end to that is to choose to stop living in fear. The seventh, we've got two more questions we're going to ask before we engage with the media source. And that is, is this uh, media source creating hatred in me? Is this media source creating hatred in me? You know, we are called by our creator to live lives of love. If you prefer conservative viewpoints, it is a sin to hate people with liberal viewpoints. And if you are a person who prefers liberal viewpoints, it is a sin to hate people with conservative viewpoints. If you like watching Fox News, it is a sin for you to hate people that watch CNN and vice versa. It's a sin to hate immigrants, even if they're not documented to be here. It is a sin for you to hate people of other races. It is a sin for you to hate protesters. It is a sin for you to hate rioters. It is a sin for you to hate people that refuse to protest and riot if you are a protester and rioter. In other words, it's a sin to hate. And to hate another puts your soul in danger. We are called to love everyone. One day in the Gospels, Jesus says that God the Father causes the sun to shine on the good and the evil farmer, and he causes the rain to fall on the field of the good and evil farmer. God does not discriminate, and neither should we. And finally, the last question we need to ask ourselves before engaging in a media source is, could I be doing something more productive with my time? Could I be doing something more productive with my time than watching this news or listening to this media type? And by the way, music can be a type of media. And so instead of listening to this music, could I be doing something more productive with my time? And I bring music up is because, man, people are addicted. They've got their headphones on from the time they wake up to when they fall asleep. People. Can we please disconnect and get engaged in reality? Could I be doing something more with my time? Maybe talking to my family. Could I be engaged with the poor? Maybe going on a meditative hike. Whatever it is, could I be doing something better with my time? Now, depending on the answers to these important questions, media is creating and influencing you to be and to live an unjust life. Most media 
is not influencing you towards living a loving and just life towards others. It is time to turn off most media sources and show them the exit because it can truly ruin your soul by engaging in them day after day. One day, people were shocked because Jesus was eating in the home of a Pharisee. In fact, we see throughout the Gospels there are times where Jesus is teaching something, and we discover in the context of that story that Jesus was teaching while eating in the home of a Pharisee. Now, the Pharisees were the people who hated Jesus, and they opposed him, and yet we find him in the Gospels eating at their homes. See, Jesus didn't hate people. He reached out in love even to people who opposed him and wanted him dead. Maybe it is time to turn off the media and start eating in the homes of those we don't agree with. So what do you think about today's episode? Were you inspired? Did it create questions in you or things you want to talk about more? Feel free to email me, Michael Davis at sjcommonsense at gmail.com. Again, that's sjcommonsense at gmail.com. And I hope you have a wonderful day as you work to create a just society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com.